The following episode of the Comics and Crypto podcast is for informational purposes only, and anything expressed by the hosts or their guests is solely their opinion. This podcast does not constitute financial advice, and anyone wishing to invest should seek their own independent financial or professional help. Have fun and enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Sean O'Hare, and I know comics. Hi, I'm Spencer Vogel, and I know crypto. Hi, I'm Kevin Lee Loader, and I don't know shit. This is the Comics and Crypto Podcast. Comics and Crypto, Crypto and Comics, Collectors World in a Digital Age. Comics and Crypto, Crypto and Comics is where the next billionaires will be rich. Comics and Crypto. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Comics and Crypto Podcast. Today we will be discussing a very cool crypto project that connects the physical and digital world of collecting. We are excited to introduce founders Chris Moran and Blake Hatch of Viridian Exchange, the premier digital marketplace of physically backed collectibles, enabling users to buy, sell, and trade their trading cards as NFTs on the Ethereum blockchain. Let's get into the interview. So today on the podcast, we have a very special guest, actually two special guests. We have Chris and Blake from Viridian Exchange, which is a company that I've talked about previously on the podcast. So we're super excited to have them on and interview them and have them speak a little bit about what they're working on. So Christian Blake, why don't you introduce yourselves? We have been friends uh, for a really long time. Avid collector since we were about five years old, uh, really into Pokemon sports cards. And uh, I think it was last year, just around this time, uh, Blake had called up his mom to get his old Pokemon cards, uh, just because the market was booming, you know, everything was going crazy. And so I did the same, you know, we got our old collections together and, and realized that, uh, you know, they were worth a shit ton. What was it like? Yeah, it was, they were worth 15, around like, yeah, it's wow. Um, wow. And, you know, so just thinking about how these collectibles are, are currently being traded, notably Pokemon and sports cards on, on, in their highest value on something like eBay or, or traditional e-commerce platforms. Um, we just kind of felt the market was really, really inefficient, insecure, and, and there wasn't, you know, ample opportunities for buyers and sellers to always be there and, and have that availability. Um, and so that's when we came up with Brady Exchange. And so what we do is we aim to bring physical collectibles to the digital world uh, via NFTs. So this allows users to instantly buy, sell, and trade their real physical cards on the Ethereum blockchain. Um, so how it works is we tether each NFT on our platform to an underlying physical collectible that we store and insure in our vault. Um, so users can freely transact and interact with their cards in new ways and you know, have that, that instant nature of the circular economy without having to actually handle the physical asset itself. Um, and, and so ultimately, you know, as I mentioned before, we aim to increase the liquidity, transparency, and efficiency of the current physical collectibles market through cutting edge blockchain back transactions. That's awesome. So could you actually walk us through kind of step by step what it looks like? So if, if I had a, a Pokemon card that I wanted to list on your exchange, what is the step by step process for getting it listed and trading it and all that? So the first step really is user would go onto our site, um, their phone or their computer. And we have a module that we haven't put in yet in our beta, but it's, it's coming soon uh, where they'd be able to take a picture of their card, upload a photo. And we have an algorithm that we built that extracts pertinent text from it. So, you know, if you're looking at a Pokemon card, it'd say like Charizard, the year that it's coming from, the set that it's from, um, and other, you know, important stuff that we need on our end and, and also like people would want to see on the exchange. And then uh, from there, it creates a placeholder in their digital inventory, which kind of gives them that instant nature that it's 
it's there. It's, it's being processed. They obviously can't trade the card yet because we haven't received it. We haven't verified, authenticated it. But um, so they, it creates that placeholder in their inventory. And then through our platform, they can get a shipping label and also pay for insurance. From there, they just slap on the label, uh, put it in a package, send it over to us. And then once we receive the card, uh, we verify it and authenticate it. Uh, Blake can talk a little bit more about the authentication process soon. But um, once it's there, then it goes to our storage facility where we have an in-house API that allows for the people on contract for us to actually just take the cards, throw them in a high-resolution scanner, and um, the cards are cropped. And the metadata that I talked about before that's pulled from those images as well as the scanner is sent to us that we can tether to the NFT and then mint them in directly into the user's inventory. And then from there, they can, uh, you know, exchange them on our site and, and interact with them. That's awesome. Yeah. Wh- one of the things I really like about your platform is that you can basically one card um, could change hands theoretically a thousand times on your platform and nobody ever has to touch the physical card. I think that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. And for, for the actual card itself, does it, is it, is it need to be graded? It has to be graded, correct? Or can it be a raw copy? No, so um, we will authenticate raw cards. It is sort of like, um, especially if someone's planning on transacting on Ethereum um, with the gas fees, the majority of cards coming in will be graded, especially because like once it's minted, people kind of want like the value to be sort of um, easier to, um, you know, categorize. Um, But, you know, we we do take extremely high resolution scans of these cards before we mint them as NFTs. So if you look at a raw card on your site, um, you should be able to sort of um, figure out the condition of it pretty well, which, um, you know. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Cause actually when I, when I buy like raw comics on, e- on eBay, that's the, one of the biggest problems is photos. Mm-hmm. You don't, you don't really know exactly yeah. what you're getting. Yeah. So having that, all the, uh, having that additional opportunity to assess the value uh, like that is, is a big deal. So awesome guys. Yep. Yeah. That's really cool. Thank you. Yeah. And so what does the withdrawal process take? So let's say that I, I bought a card on your exchange and now I decide that I actually want the physical, not just the digital version. How, how does that work? Yeah. So essentially the user would go into their inventory, click on the card and there's a little withdrawal button. And then from there, they'd fill out their address, their name, just like basic shipping info. Um, and then once we get that information, we immediately send it out, process it to the user and then the corresponding NFT is burned. So, you know, that, that value that comes from actually tethering the NFT with the underlying physical asset is no longer there. Gotcha. Um, and then, you know, in the future, they could send it back onto our platform to be reprocessed. But at the time when the user withdraws it, they get it in their hand. And then the trace on our platform, that NFT is, is destroyed. Gotcha. Yeah. How long does that, does that withdrawal process take? Uh, so from the point that they click withdraw and then, you know, our API would send that email to us or the, the information to us, uh, take about one to two days for us to process that. Um, obviously, as, as like volume increases, that's something that uh, is just as we scale. But like for now, it's 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 very very quick. Very cool. Yeah, and cool. yeah, and any anytime something's also taken out of our storage facility, it's immediately burned. So the second it's in transit, the corresponding NFT is you know burned to make sure that you know we we want to guarantee you know and. Um, sort of emphasize to our users that whenever you see an NFT up on our site, it is in secure storage and not, you know, it's backing it in a secure way. Yeah. That makes sense. Cool. 
Yeah. For the, um, you mentioned before the, uh, Blake, the authentication process, what does that look like? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, I'm the main authenticator currently. Um, you know, I've, I've been in cards, um, sports cards and Pokemon cards, you know, for years. Um, and sort of, I can sort of walk you through like specifically, you know, for Pokemon. Um, one thing kind of people don't realize when they see like these little pieces of cardboard is that the printers used to create them can be north of like million dollars, um, per printer. Um, especially those, you know, you see the crazy like foil cards, um, really like, you know, the shiny cardboard as people call it. Um, the process sort of for authenticating those is looking at the inks, you know, either with, um, infrared cameras, um, you can see like differences in ink, um, that aren't like visible to the naked eye. Also UV light, if you light, uh, shine under UV light. Yeah. And then also the card construction, um, every like legitimate card has sort of a three layer construction two sort of white layers and then the middle layer is black you can see it clearly if you rip it but if you use like a jeweler's loop or like a microscope you can see it as well um so sort of all these things come together um and you know at the end of the day like i said with the high price of those printers being sort of the barrier of entry for these um like counterfeiters to actually like properly fake a card um none of them really have the funds to do that so if you look at all these you know the features um the construction and the inks you can figure out whether something's real or not really yeah so this is something as well that um if we can't guarantee the authenticity of the car then we look to third-party sources like cgc and psa um gotcha. and you know as, as we scale definitely like looking to have some sort of partnership with those companies so the process is more streamlined for us um and then on top of that as as blake mentioned the majority of the cards that are going to be coming into us are already like investment grade mm-hmm. cards so you know already looked at by psa cdc other companies so and then in that case we're just looking at you know the id whether it matches in their database and um you know whether things look kosher there yeah that makes sense yeah I, something I, I envision that i think would be kind of cool is if you had a formal partnership with somebody like cgc and you had it like basically somebody sent a card or you know comic book into cgc for grading and then you guys had a partnership where it it could be sent directly to your exchange from CGC. So it doesn't actually have to be mm. sent back to the user for them to then send it. It'd be kind of cool to just go straight from raw to graded to on your exchange. Yeah, oh, we, are, we are also like planning on sort of pre-partnership. Um, we handle the grading for people because, um, you know, we've graded cars before. Um, and it's, you know, you guys are familiar with comics with mm. CGC. Um, some people, it's, it's not the hardest process, but some people just don't want to do it themselves. Um, so if they send in a card for us and then they, you know, give us a little, um, pay a little extra fee, um, we will do it for them. And then, like you said, put it immediately on the site. Gotcha. That's awesome. So, um, I guess what, what asset types are you supporting at launch? What are you planning on, on doing like in the future? So we're starting currently with Pokemon sports card, just because that's the market that we know the best. Um, you know, like the infrastructure we have in place right now really supports those, those asset types really well. Um, but we see it in the very near future, you know, as early as quarter one of, of next year as we're launching our, our main and like real volume is coming in, real collectibles are coming in. Um, definitely things like comic books, collectible coins, sealed video games is a huge market um, that Blake introduced me to as well. Um, and other like sports memorabilia, stuff like that. Cause you know, the, the overarching collectibles market is, is, north of a hundred billion dollars. Um, and so like the, the market that we're targeting right now, sports and Pokemon cards, that's, you know, around five and a half billion, but still something that's really attainable to get a good size of market share. And then once we, you know, get our beachhead customers, then we can expand into a larger space. 
That's great. So when do you guys yes. expect to actually launch your, your mainnet application? So we're thinking right now, just with the progress that we made and, you know, launching our beta last week, we're looking towards the end of this quarter, you know, end of December, early January. Um, cool. We're definitely on track to have like, we have basically the majority of our major features in. So from here, it's like refining, making sure everything's secure, getting our smart contracts audited, everything, you know, in place to actually launch, start handling real people's money, real people's or real cards, real money, you know, having all that in place and then, you know, building out some other cool features for the user to try on experience. Nice. Yeah. I, I got nice. a, I got a chance to play around with the beta uh, this past week and it's looking really good guys. Seriously. Yeah. I'm impressed. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Appreciate um, it. One of the features that I saw in there that I actually wanted to ask you guys about um, Viridian packs. I thought that was super interesting. Could you explain that a bit? Yeah. So essentially like, um, the Viridian packs, what's cool about them is that they themselves are NFTs, um, just like the cards themselves that are contained within them. Um, so we, we kind of wanted to simulate that um, that sort of secondary market um, with packs that already exist, where essentially like people will choose not to open packs from, you know, like ages ago mm-hmm. and trade them for like the value of the pack um, separate sort of, you know, it's obviously based on what's in them, but lots of people don't want to risk sort of opening them up. Um, and want, want to sort of like, you know, have that guaranteed value. Um, so people on our market can exchange the packs in the exact same way um, as the other NFTs. But then if you choose to open them, what happens is essentially we have um, a verifiably like random, um, you know, uh, selection of odds within the pack, depending on the tier of pack that you purchase. Um, and that's all like public uh, information. People can look at the odds in our packs and see how they work. Um, and then when you open them, it mints a certain number of cars, your inventory, um, and then burns the pack. So you never sort of, um, you know, have that case where someone can either, you know, open a pack and then, you know, have the cards inside as well. It's, it kind of mimics the real life, mm-hmm. um, yeah, experience of opening packs, which is what we wanted to capture online. We wanted to bring this sort of things we enjoy doing in real life with these cards and packs to, to the blockchain. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I, I've actually really enjoyed the pack opening experience on a number of these collectibles, like on, on the Wax blockchain, for example. Yeah. They've done a really good job where, you know, they really they show the visual of like you open the pack, mm-hmm. it rips open, they have all this cool animation and they, you know, they come out one by one. It's, it's like it's it's a very similar feeling that they've replicated to opening packs in the real world. So it's very cool that you guys are doing something similar. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, I actually have i've used those the wax packs mm-hmm. i bought um a couple of the the tops ones nice yeah so that was definitely a big point of inspiration for the experience i love that yeah i uh, i would really like to see other platforms i guess do that you know and execute it as well as yeah. they have yeah i've been very impressed with what they've done another question i had so are you guys going to be having a cryptocurrency for your for your platform yes this is something that we had been mulling over for a while and initially that was something that we planned on doing in order to raise capital mm-hmm. um, as well as you know provide incentive for users as utility token um, we've we've sidelined we've sidelined that idea for now um, I think in the future um, as we grow as we have more users more volume coming into our site we could see something you know like a um, a governance token mm-hmm. in order to allow users to make decisions on on our platform you know add new features vote on things like that uh, but the whole utility token side right now, I think just with the, all the legal jurisdiction stuff going on in the U S right now, it's just, it's just too weird for us as we're starting out. Yeah. yeah. The other, the other portion too is, um, you know, we, we wanted our site to be as seamless to use, especially for people 
who aren't familiar with blockchain, a lot of people are going to be coming in from the, you know, cards, the card side, you know, the physical cards. Um, and we wanted our site entirely to be usable with um, Ethereum, which is, you know, people are more familiar with it from OpenSea or, you know, any other one of those, um, one of those sites. Mm -hmm. So we wanted to sort of, if you have Ethereum and you just come to our site, you can use it. You know, there's no, no frills, no switching between networks or anything. Gotcha. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. So are you going to support like other cryptocurrencies besides ETH? Are you going to accept like credit cards in the future things like that? Yeah. So um, I, I have support for um, any ERC-20 token to be supported. Currently we're um, putting in USDT support, um, probably putting USDC, other stable coins. Mm -hmm. um, you know, that one also conceptually is very easy for these physical car collectors who are used to thinking of everything in the US dollar. Um, so they can sort of keep thinking about it that way while they use the crypto on our site if they want to. Nice. Yeah, as well as we're, we're likely going to employ uh, a third-party plugin on our site. Um, I think Ramp Finance is, is one nice. yeah, like that we've Ramp. been looking into. Ramp's where, awesome. yeah, yeah, essentially you can just pay with a credit card um, or you know other forms and just get that crypto immediately into your account. So it'd be the same thing as really if they were adding PayPal balance or, you know, going on a site and just adding wallet balance to their account. Oh, nice. Awesome. Yeah. Um, Sean, Kevin, you guys have any other, any other questions? No, I, I that's, yeah, that's I'm, awesome. I'm excitedly listening. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm just more interested. I'm like, oh, this is cool. This My head movies awesome. are spinning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Christian Blake, do you guys have anything else that you'd like to add? Anything we haven't talked about yet? Definitely not. I mean, other than our, our beta we launched last week, uh, super excited about it. We've been working on this thing for, you know, over a year now. I'd say we <laughs> spent about four months on a platform that wasn't NFT based, but essentially just the same thing. But a digital marketplace without NFTs. Uh, about April, May of this year, we were just like, okay, we both know so much about blockchain. I think NFTs would be the perfect use case for this. So we tossed our old code in trash, started grinding <laughs> on this. Um, so it, it's been really, you know, exciting in the last week to finally see our work coming into fruition, seeing that there are decent amount of users on the site, you know, not having too many issues. So, well, no issues so far, but, um, you know, just getting that out there and yeah, we're just really excited for what the future has to bring for us. That's awesome guys. Yeah. Well, we're looking forward to it yeah. as well. Yeah. It's, yeah, really, it's a it's really, really cool idea. I it's, love it. It's really exciting just to see how for me, connecting the digital and physical world together mm -hmm. is super special. And you see a lot of companies, not a lot, but few are starting to do that. I mean, the biggest, the biggest one is probably wax when they did the Funko pop dolls mm -hmm. and you see how the digital NFTs and the physical, uh, physical collectibles, but like this is this is creating like real life utility, and it's really really fun to see that. Um, it's exciting. So well, well done. Yeah, guys. we. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, we talked a lot about how like we've seen obviously the the physical market for collectibles has been around for ages with comics and cards and stuff. Um, and then we've seen OpenSea and stuff pushing the digital. Um, and really like this, what we think is going to be its entirely own industry, which is that hybrid, truly hasn't emerged yet. It's yeah. you can clearly see it coming with companies such as ours and you know some others bubbling up um but i think it's going to be an entire you know it's entire own huge section of the market at some point yeah definitely blake i mean i, I right even right now on this application called vv we're seeing people get so excited about collecting comic books mm -hmm. so excited and yep. we constantly get hit up by people now who are never collectors in their entire life are now obsessed with comic books to the point they're pumped about collecting physical comic books as well 
even now recently there was a, a partnership that they talked about uh, it was an application they partnered with uh, USPS, the Postal Service, and they just launched the first of NFT stamps, and people went and bought physical stamps now, like the actual physical stamps to match the digital yeah. stamps because they're that fucking pumped about collecting, and that to me, it just proves, it continue, it continues to prove to me that people are, are going to collect on both both sides, and the world of collecting is only expanding. It's not going in one direction or the other. Um, very exciting, man. Yeah. yeah. So you're yeah. onto something really special, and I, I've seen it with my own eyes. We all have. And it continues to grow. So what you're doing, it, people are going to resonate. It's going to resonate with them very well. So absolutely, definitely. Yeah, especially having the fact that you don't have to like send your physical things out all the time. You can have that NFT representation that just you can keep passing around and selling and selling, and know that your your physical copy is secured in a location. That's awesome. Oh, well, I actually have one more question. The NFT that that is connected to your your physical item. Can you share that outside of that your application? Like for example, I know like Twitter, they they are going to allow you to have verified NFTs, right? Can you have that? Like for example, if I want to show off, if I own like a, a 9.6 grade comic of Fantastic Four One, can I show that off on my Twitter account, for example? Would that be a possibility? Yeah, so so our um all of our NFTs are ERC721, which is the most popular standard from um from the Ethereum blockchain. Um, so you could you could go and sell our our um, NFTs on something like OpenSea. Um, the main things you do if you want to withdraw them, you obviously have to bring them back to us because um, NFT or um, uh, OpenSea doesn't back our NFTs. Um, but yeah, like you could because you can take your wallet, you know, off of our site and you can see that you have those NFTs in your wallet. Hundred percent, you could connect it to your Twitter and, and show the verified um, comic on your on your profile, which I think is pretty cool. That's, awesome. That's super cool. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> As a yeah, so just, yeah sean's excited <laughs> uh, going back to your point sean about how you know like bringing that whole experience of you have this super cool comic super cool card and you kind of want to flex it, you kind of want to show it off that's kind of what nfts have been in the last year mm-hmm. just, just kind of everyone's flexing everyone's showing off their art their their cool you know stuff like that um we Definitely want to bring it out to that as well as, you know, just the classic collector's experience, um, going to card shows, trading with other people in person, all that stuff onto our platform. Um, so like a big fe- uh, feature that we're going to be offering soon is is um, somewhat of a, a metaverse card show um, where users can, you know, buy, sell and trade their cards live with other people 24-7. Um, so not only, you know, sending trade offers, um, but being able to actually sit down with someone, you know, at these card shows, people carry around Pelican cases. I'm sure you guys know with mm-hmm. money and cards, yeah. all this stuff. And they go up to other people with these huge Pelican cases and they're like, Hey, what you got? You know, and they <laughs> open up their cases and they're like, Oh, making their barters, making their deals. Um, so we want to like mimic that experience, really bring users the opportunity to take these NFTs that are, um, you know, like traditional NFTs, you can use them in, in metaverses and other things like that, but actually taking the NFTs on our platform that are backed by an underlying physical collectible and trading that in the same way you would in person, but actually on the blockchain in the digital world um, and also having that added efficiency, instantaneous nature and, and security on the blockchain as well. Yeah, oh that's God. awesome. That's so cool. Yes. Yeah, I would love yes, to see yes, that. Yes, yes, yeah. I, I, so I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Uh, and the metaverse doing digital, doing digital car, card shows or comic book shows, 
this is awesome. Yeah. And especially like right with you guys, especially right away, you'd be able to do instant transactions, which is really yep. huge. Oh my God. Yep. Yes. yep. And it can run, it can run all day. You know, like the, these car shows, people have to travel all across the country yeah. to access different collectors. Some people only stay in Boston or Houston or wherever mm-hmm. for their car shows. But, you know, someone could come from Singapore, you know, with, with their cards. And then someone could come from Boston and meet on our, you know, at, you know, in the middle of the night on our platform, the card show will still be running. So oh that's gosh, awesome. That's so cool. cool. Nice guys. <laughs> Wow. All right. Well, thanks so much for you guys joining us. This has been an awesome interview. Um, last question. Yeah. Where, where can our listeners learn more about your platform, stay up to date with future updates, any socials that they should be following? Sure. Yeah. So we're on Twitter at Viridian X, um, Instagram at Viridian Exchange. Go to our website, ViridianExchange.com. It also has all our socials there. Um, we have a, a medium page, Viridian Exchange. Um, but yeah, that's about it. We, we post most of our updates on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn as well. Um, and then should be able to find all the information on our site. So yeah, definitely check those out. If you get a chance, you know, look at our beta start. You can just get some uh, free Ethereum from the faucet and start buying cards, trading with other users, opening packs, stuff like that. Yeah, so I, I picked up a couple cards in the beta and it was, it was a pretty seamless experience. Well, thanks so much guys. Yeah. Christian Blake, this has been awesome. Thanks so much for joining us on the podcast. And uh, yeah, we'll definitely have to have you guys back at another point soon when uh, things are launched. Awesome. Thanks yeah, so much, thanks guys. Thank you. Talk to you. All right. Appreciate Catch it. Catch you later, guys. See ya. All right. Thanks. Thank you all so much for tuning in. And thank you again to Krish Moran and Blake Hatch of Viridian Exchange. We are excited to see where this goes in the future. Be sure to like, subscribe, and hit that notification button so you can be updated on our content every week. Stay awesome. And remember, fuck the moon. Let's go to Mars. Music is by Ninefinger. Make sure to check out their music at ninefinger.com. And you can follow them on Instagram at ninefinger999. Be sure to check them out and send them some love.